0: So this is like the Ghost and we're talking about Sonic Overexposure, Overdose, TF, and other sort of tales. So the song Overdose TF is something we've been working on. We have a song called Overload TF. And um, what we've been doing is been playing with our sonic playground of the Moog Grandmother, which is a semi-modular synth with a fartar keybed. What's cool about it is it's got all these modular patch points. And if you're into modular synthesis, you understand that allows you to kind of reinvent your sound palette, like every time you approach the synth. So in this particular song, what we're doing is we're kind of taking a hybrid of digital and analog capabilities. So we're using a Roland Juno GI through MIDI to trigger a Moog Mother 32. Now you were to think that some of the lead and bass sounds are coming from the grandmother, and they are, um, but the majority of the lead and bass is coming from the mother 32, which we have being manipulated by a make noise math module, which allows us to add exponential and logarithmic controlled voltage processing to the signal, which basically adds additional low frequency oscillators to that single path. So you get a very fat sound it's a very prog rock type of sound we've got going on um, with, with with this particular patch, which is, is very 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 interesting because um, you know we got the grandmother and it's got the keyboard, but a lot of times our leads are actually come from the mother 32. Uh, we do a lot of percussion and a lot of rhythm sequencing and using their the really powerful sequencer on the grandmother. but we like using the lead manual playing of the Mother 32 connected through MIDI to our Juno. So that gives us a a different type of approach than what you think we would do. Um, The other thing that's interesting is, um, again, the Beatstep Pro, we've been using for years with the JDXI to create drum beats. And then on top of that, we started using the DFAM. Now, but this particular song, like I said, uh, the Moog patch is set to a kind of Uh, one o'clock frequency, uh, and then it's got, uh, like, the the, the VCO wave is the triangle. The pulse width is pretty much all the way to the left. Um, The mix is set to VCO. The cutoff is around, uh, you know, it's probably around uh, 200, a little bit more than 200 hertz, and the resonance is turned all the way to the right-hand side. The VCA mode is the EG. In the volumes, kind of mid, about um, three fourths of the way to the twelve o'clock, and then we basically then have the VCO mix kind of set um, to, to close to the low mix. Um, sustain is off. The attack is very very low. Um, we LFO wave is actually a square wave, and the LFO is all the way to the left hand side, and the gate is almost all the way to the right-hand side. So and then the glide is pretty much to the left-hand side. And the mod source is the LFO. So what this created was like a very prog rock, kind of Keith Emerson, uh, 70s sound and that you would hear coming from any other progressive bands that we love. Um, and so th- that's kind of like our focus. And the Mother 32 allows you to get there. It seems to have a lot of the bones of the old modular stuff, even though the grandmother gets all the press on that, the grandmother we're actually using the um, advanced clock out of the DFAM into the gate in on the on the grandmother, and then we're using the spring reverb, and we're actually wired up the high pass filter, which is not normally in the signal path. You have to actually connect it, and then we have an attenuverter also controlling the 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 waveforms coming out of the oscillators so that we get a little more control over it and then we're using the sample and hold circuit that we bring it, bring it in and we bring in a signal off of um, after the actual DFAM into the sample and hold so that's pretty interesting what we're able to do with this song and then the whole idea of this song is Josephine's into this oral fetish and she's overdosing on it and, and she's basically saying she's the queen of anything oral central passion and that's what this song is totally about her just going totally into her her kind of sexual freedom zone and just doing whatever she wants and and it, her voice is courtesy of the Roland Vocal Transformer VT4 we used to use the VT3 one of the v, one of the cool features of the VT4 is polyphonic up to four notes if you connect it to a MIDI keyboard uh, it has a harmony capability, which allows her voice to be a lot deeper in combination with our stereo uh, electronics microphone. And the Mix One Performance Mixer, we're able to get her range to be very varied in her voice to have different uh, feels with every song we we approach it. And it's interesting, Moog has come out with their classic 16 channel uh, voice coder. We've been using Voicoids for a very long time. And I mean, that would be a great investment, but it's a $5,000 machine. We'd probably be more leaning toward a Moog One than to spend that much money since we do have VT4, VT3, and a JDXI. And we've been playing with actually using the VT4 and having it controlled by the grandmother. And we have a couple of songs that we did that with, and we like the results. So the results with um, the polyphonic... Uh, Juno GI have been very well, um, well received. And we have a couple songs here that we actually did that. So we actually have a song on this playlist um, that we actually did that. Intangible Fetish, we did that. And we did it with um, also um, 800K Fake Fader. Now, 800K Fake Fader is a kind of a diss track. Uh, is somebody we used to know uh, that we felt took advantage of us. And um, it's kind of our... A retribution song so we kind of do that from time to time you know anybody in music you know uh if you go back to um uh carly simon and you're so vain it's kind of in and, and if you look at Taylor Swift, she's always kind of somewhat name checking her former um passion partners um so that's typical in music. We do that. And then Intangible Fetish is just a total rock out that we um, created a very powerful kind of rock drum beat with the Beat Step Pro in a JDXI, And then it's a guitar going through um, our MX-1 performance mixer with the Juno GI setting on a guitar. And then there's an interesting um, modular bass notes being done Uh, that kind of set up the base patterns coming from the grandmother and the mother 32 and the D-FAM. So we've been using all these tools together and uh, we really like the effect of what we've been able to do and uh, hope you like the song. If you like what you hear uh, think about um, uh, becoming a sponsor of the program Uh, we do know that uh, it probably is hard to become a sponsor because the sponsorship wants you to sign up for like monthly sponsorship. We've been trying to see if we can get anchor to actually do it as a one-time which we think would be more effective and get more people to actually sponsor but i know this is probably a tip, but if you just want to contribute 99 cents you can do it and then you cancel after after like you do the first contribution then you don't have to continue so that'd be one way of doing it until they figure out how to set it up to make it more like likely for you to to actually contribute So we'll talk to you later. You also can talk to the ghost. There's a link if you want to talk to us privately. There's a link to set that up. There's a charge applies and we'll talk to you later. Thank you very much.
1: (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>
0: This is like Electric Ghost, and we're talking about a new song we added to the episode, Sonic Exposure, Overdose TF, and other sordid of tales. We wrote a song today called Friends with Benefits, New Wave, where Josephine Electric, my alter ego, is talking about um, that kind of social situation where your friend becomes your lover or your lover becomes your friend. and um, She's just really getting into the heavy, heavy uh, distortion of our our modes. We, we've been using our modes to do very aggressive industrial metal, grungy, punk-inspired, punk-aesthetic um, trip wave or trash wave. <clears throat> we actually called the song Trash Wave when we did uh, Refuse Can Heart, which is our biggest song ever. We hit over 28,000 um, plays on SoundCloud with that song. And that introduced our, our style that we call Trash Wave, and Trash Wave is basically uh, synonymous with doing a punk aesthetic when you come when it comes to playing uh, synthesizer music. We play uh, real um, rather than unreal um, hardware synths. We play Mogues such as the Mother Mother 32, uh, the Drummer from Another Mother, and the Grandmother. And then we also have our Rolands, our JDXI, our System 1M, and our Juno GI. Plus, our, our Roland voicoders, the VT3 and VT4 vocal transformers. On top of that, we also have an Arturia MainBrute 2S, which is a full analog two oscillator synth with two FOs. And uh, we use uh, the Make Noise Morphogen Sampler Eurorack module and the Maths Utility module, which allows you to do exponential and logarithmic processing of controlled voltage signals so the song friends with benefit new wave is the second version of the song where we had originally done it we we're pretty loud with our sense and uh, we found that our our modes were a little too loud in the mix so we remixed it and that's kind of cool what you can do on our we do a hardware recordings using our zoom r24 digital recorder so we just went back and remastered it and lowered the volume of the first uh, of the tracks one and two that have the modes on it. Now, those tracks actually are multiple tracks recording on two, two stereo tracks. What we tend to do is we use our <coughs> System 1M mixer to get the levels of certain instruments right. So we had the level of our mother 32 on one channel. We had the level of the grandmother on another channel level of... Um, of the Juno GI and uh, and in the System 1M also on channels. There is a System 1M in these songs. A lot of the songs I probably not, not talk about how the Roland System 1M, which is an analog behavioral modeling synth, has a lot of capability to sound as good as any analog synth. And I think a lot of people, uh, especially like people who have been like really supportive of Behringer, kind of berate Roland. I would say that the System 1M and the System 8 are fantastic sound creation tools as good as anything you could get they have a lot of capability. The System 1M I actually use it connected to an Arturia Beatstep Pro which allows me to kind of do non-keyboard type of uh, processing of of, of the the music or creation of music because I'm using a non-traditional MIDI uh, system such as the Beatstep Pro I'm able to Kind of do uh, strange uh, uh, sequences, and sometimes I do live sequence, live um, tracks. While just leave a channel open and actually use the pads um, on on the Beatsa Pro to trigger the sounds on on the actual System 1M. And the LFO, the Roland LFO on this thing, is really powerful, <clears throat> and it's got the slider type envelopes. And it's got a low pass and a high pass filter, which are classic Roland. Uh, it's got, you know, a lot of capability to actually create very interesting, you know, sequences without even running a sequencer. You can just use the LFOs <clears throat> to create very interesting sequences. And I've done that a lot on all these songs and um, including Friends with Benefits. There's, there's a, a little bit of a, a current going on there um, in the tracks one and two. There's the System 1M and then there's the Roland. Um triggering the Roland Juno GI is triggering the Moog Mother 32, which is also using the technique of using the math module to add additional LFOs to the signal. And we find that the Mother 32 has been our, our kind of go-to analog sense since we bought it back in 2017. It allows us to do a lot of interesting lead and bass sounds, even though we've gotten the grandmother. We've tended to use the grandmother to create... Um, like uh, rhythmic sequences, which is very powerful. Sequencer is 256 step sequencer. It's very easy to use and um, you're able to just create sequences and then you can use the DFAM. Uh, we use the, 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 the advanced clock out of the DFAM and then we'll actually take the velocity and the pitch out and bring them into the grandmother, usually into oscillator two. Use was oscill- oscillator sync, and we also have been using the sample and hold circuit on the grandmother along with the envelope um, on, on the filter, which is a, is the, the low-pass ladder filter uh, to do very interesting kind of, uh, if you're a fan of Pete Townsend and you know the songs of Relay and Who Are You, you can kind of understand the kind of up and down um, sound that you get. It's kind of like from going from one interval to the next, kind of bouncing around the sound that you get by using, you know, the classic use of the ARP 2600 and it's sample and hold circuit. People did that. And also the envelope follower, which we don't have that, but the envelope uh, and the sample and hold circuit on the grandmother can do sim- like ARP 2600 like stuff. And we've been doing that for the last couple of songs. Yeah. We've been very interested in, and excited about what you can do with it. um Out of all the Behringer products we've been looking at, the two we really looking at is like the CS80 clone, which is, is it would be amazing. And then the thing that really looks interesting is the R2600. Now, the one thing is I I, I kind of lean toward if I had the money the Korg version just because I like the heft and the spacing of the original R2600. It's it's ergonomic design is, is impeccable and in having the space to see, to feel all those sliders in the right human factors is very important. I understand the desktop version that, that Behringer is doing is going to be more affordable and it's not terrible, but it doesn't have the real spring reverb. doesn't have the keyboard, doesn't have the sequencer. And it's something about the actual speakers and having the ability to have everything spaced out in the original kind of design. And, you know, aesthetically, I like, you know, I'm an old school guy. I'm in my fifties. So I like the look of the 2600. I like what it represents, what Pete Townsend did with it on relay and who are you, what, um, the, the what Edgar Winter group did with Frankenstein and they only come out at night What Stevie Wonder used to do with it. There's, there's something about the original, um, form of it that, that's very impressive. Though, you know, I, I would admit that if there's a $100 version versus like a $3,500 version, the Behringer one is probably something I'm going to look at. Probably the only Behringer thing I get this year would be that, uh, unless the CS80 comes out, because <clears throat> the CS80 is just a sound design freak. Um, <laughs> but again, Friends with Benefits is a new wave, uh, kind of inspired punk beat. It's got a heavy, heavy processed. Uh, well not heavily processed but affected by the maths uh, module the mass utility module for make noise is one of the greatest EuroRack modules ever built. It really it adds a lot of kind of guttural sound to what we do. We love that kind of really uh, I don't know you can only say it's like it's heavy it's like a heavy guitar. it's like a like a distortion pedal for your for your synth and it's able to, to create this really fuzz tone dirty sound that we've been using a lot. And you know, Friends of Benefit is a dirty song about Josephine getting it on with anybody she wants to get it on with, however she wants to do it, whenever she wants to do it, and that's the way she plays. And she's a representation of my libido, and it may be oversexed, but you know, I'm I'm oversexed. So, anybody wants to say she's an exaggeration, well, it, it's me. It, it's a female part of me, and I I would do the same thing as Josephine as I do as a man, and so. I, I don't. I, I don't think there's any problem with her being that way. People want to label her one way or the other, and don't like it. Her attitude, or think she's like, um, you know, uh, uh, somebody's pushing it too far. Was you know, she's gonna push it as far as she can because she's already dead. So there's no real regret in anything she does. She can kind of do overdo it, um, and it's kind of like excess is best. That's where where she lives. Now I, her character sometimes shows some. Uh, uh, thinking about what's going on and, and consequences of her actions, but there's no real consequence other than her feelings because she still lives in another world between death and, and life. She can be hurt by mortals. She can be hurt socially in interactions through relationships. And so sometimes her her her, her tendency is to kind of over-exaggerate her sexuality to kind of show that she doesn't care. But if you really think about Josephine's songs, um, some of the songs we've done, it shows that she does really care and she does get hurt and her feelings can get frayed and she can feel in a melancholy mode. And so these songs that we have here, the one that probably talks about that the most is 800K Fake Fader, which is her kind of diss track on a a failed relationship. And, And then Overdose TF is just her in a total oral fetish dominatrix mode is, is proven that she can uh, be as heavy uh into a deep throat as anybody ever uh, on the planet so um if you're offended by any of this uh you know please understand like by sordid tails, that's what we're talking about uh if you don't like it don't listen to it um uh, you know don't please don't block us because of our material uh we're our you know, we're experimental artists. We experiment with a lot of things. We experiment with sexuality, the idea that Josephine Electric, you know, is the lead singer of this band. I am Josephine Electric. I'm a man, but I'm showing my female side through, through my character, and I've developed her over the last three years. Um If, it, if it's not it doesn't float your boat, you don't like it. That's fine, um, but please don't block us on social media or, or, or try to report us for something. We're just being our artist, you know. We're just being an artist about what we're doing and I hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll talk to you later.
1: Don't off the lame kill. I